Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody. It's Nick here, and welcome to another episode of Scale Up Your Business. So before we get into the topic of today's episode, just a big thank you to everyone who's provided feedback this week. Still getting heaps and heaps of questions and comments on the interview I did a few weeks back with Rock Thomas. And for good reason, there was so much that we covered and I'm humbled and grateful for the people who are coming back and sort of saying that some of the concepts that we covered in that episode have really changed their perspectives and changed how they've thought about their business, which is 100% the intention. And I'm also getting some good feedback on last week's episode, which was uh, very much my personal journey around entrepreneurship and some of the lessons I've learned that I wish I'd known when I was a bit younger. So again, thanks for the feedback. Keep it coming. If you haven't subscribed or if this is the first time you're listening to Scale Up Your Business, please subscribe, leave a review, let me know how it's going, give me some feedback. As I always say, I take everything on board, the good and the bad, and I use that to make the future episodes better and better. So today, we're going to get right into the detail. Uh, We're going to be talking about data, metrics, measurement, KPIs, which is Key Performance Indicators, KRAs, key result areas, scorecards, all that sort of thing, because, you know, you've got to have metrics in your business if you're going to grow and scale. So a few of you are out there going, oh, God, no, not this episode, not this one where we're going to go into kind of operational things. And I hear you. I hear you, particularly the visionaries, the entrepreneurial visionaries out there who struggle with this stuff. Now, before you switch off, before you go off to another podcast, let me just say that this is probably the most important practical episode of uh, Scale Up Your Business that I've done to date. It's so important that if you take on board you know, some of the, the, the brief areas, blueprints that I cover today, you can literally turn your business into a well-oiled machine, driving predictable, sustainable revenue and profit performance. It is that important. And from my perspective, nothing shifts the transition from owner-operator to owner-investor faster than building a a team that you trust and then implementing a scorecard. So this is very much the number one core principle of business scale that I start to talk to quite quickly if I'm mentoring someone or if I'm running a training program around scale-up. So enough rambling, enough context. I think you get it. I'll try and make this as entertaining as possible. I'll try and make it as simple as possible. But as I said beforehand, if you can really take a few pointers away from today, the different things, the different approaches that I'm going to provide for you, you can really start to make a huge, huge difference. And if you're out there and you've already got a really strong metrics-driven business, there might be a few nuances today which I'll give you, which you can take away, again, straight away, implement, put in place, start to see how it works for you. But, you know, just to finish the point, if you're not measuring stuff, you're not going to be maximizing performance. You're not going to be getting to where you need to be as quickly as you'd like. 
So definitely take action from the stuff that I cover today. So to kick off, firstly, and I've probably covered this a bit in the in the preamble, but firstly, why are metrics and KPIs so important? Why are they so crucial? And you would have heard the old saying, what gets measured gets done. And from my perspective, tracking metrics lets you see and improve the results in your business. It allows you to align your people, your processes, all your organizational goals and objectives around a common, a common purpose and a common vision. There's also some other benefits as well, which seem quite obvious, but not many people put them into place. So the first thing is, you know, you need to be able to measure financial performance. And this is vital for keeping cash flow healthy. And I've mentioned before about cash is king, particularly if you're in the sort of startup to scale up. So many businesses get this wrong because they can't manage their cash flow. So if you're doing nothing else, and I bet everyone is everyone who's got a business will be looking at least at this thing, certainly look at your cash performance. Second thing is it can reveal the truth about your business from the sort of highest possible level through you know departments and then teams right down to each individual. So it gives you a really good top level to granular view about performance. Um, in a way that, you know, you can't get that in any other way unless you've got some metrics around it. Provides an actionable way to achieve overall business strategies and goals. And make sure that any employees that you have are aware of what's important to you and the business by showing them what the business is being measured against. And lastly, it highlights any issues that might otherwise go unnoticed. This is similar to the point I said before about the sort of top-down view of an organisation. It just means that the efficiency and productivity can be given a boost when you start to see where there are either issues that have been there for some time that haven't been resolved, or you're starting to get the first cracks of an issue you can jump into and, and start to drive and get a result from. So, I mean, it's crucial stuff, this. I, I'm, I'm hopeful that everyone out there has got at least something, even if it's just the financial pieces. But I've been on a few calls with people lately um, offering just some help and some advice. And it has surprised me by the lack of depth within metrics and data that people are, are sort of running their businesses on. So as per usual, I'll give you a bit of a backstory because I certainly didn't used to do this. In one of my first businesses, I had very little clarity on how things were performing. At the end of the month, I tally up numbers, figure out whether I turned a profit or not. But Outside of that exercise, I had very little else to rely on. So, you know, I'll give you the example from the business was an aeroplane and, you know, I was flying somewhere. I might have, you know, airspeed. I might have a general direction. I might have a fuel gauge, but they're going to give me some, some really important information, but it's not really going to be enough to get me to where I need to get to. I'll get somewhere and I might get somewhere close but did I get there in the most efficient, optimal, effective way? And the general answer to that is no. That's why, you know, if you take that example, if you train to be a pilot, you know, you need to understand metrics. You need to understand all the indicators, not just because it's going to get you to where you need to get to, because it's going to keep you alive <laughs> when you're 30,000 feet in the air. So I, when I first sort of got into this, I mean, I was looking at tools like Google Analytics jumping around into that sort of thing. And that context was okay, but it wasn't the level of detail that I needed. And the first thing I did is I implemented a scorecard. And I'll go into kind of the principles behind this to give you some practical examples. But I just had sort of five to 10 numbers on it initially. But these are numbers that I could ch check each and every week. And this 
discipline, this process changed me as an entrepreneur. So sometimes I would track, you know, for a number of weeks or months, um, a particular data point that has ended up having little to no correlation with the success in my business. Other times I would track a number and I would absolutely hate what I was seeing for weeks. The numbers would be sort of plateauing, going down. You know, no matter what I tried, I couldn't affect or change them. But I look at that now and go, well, at least I had visibility. But then you'd get a breakthrough. You'd get something deeper in the data, a realization between a connection between marketing and sales, for example. And, you know, that level of, I suppose, again, forensic uh, analysis was giving me a level of detail in my business, my businesses that would allow me to just affect change so much more quickly. Ultimately, what I want to see now is the health of my business on a single one-page spreadsheet. So it should tell me if there's an emergency, how effective our marketing campaigns are, if our customers are loving our products, if they're getting the results we promise them through our value proposition, if there's any leaks in the way we're running our operation or our finances. So that's broadly what I'm looking for. But because I've been doing this for some time, you know, I go down to probably a, a deeper level of analysis than what I'm proposing you do to start with. So there's a couple of key parts here, and this is as I get into, into this now. Your scorecard and the metrics that you put in front of your business should not just be about how you see things performing today. They should be about how things have performed in the past, and that's called a lagging indicator. So examples of lagging indicators can be cash balance, revenue, profit sales. Uh, Leading indicators can be website traffic, ad spend, click-throughs, lead sales calls. I mean, there are literally countless metrics that you can track in your business. And, And what I don't want you to get today is overwhelm around all this sort of stuff. Um, it just needs to be something that you understand can be owned by someone in the business. And ideally, if you've got a team, each person only has a few numbers that they keep their eye on. And, and as you, the sort of owner of the um, the business, you need to have a very simple way of looking at everything. And my view on that is less is simply better than having too much. So I think every business in my perspective should have three to four numbers, and then maybe another two to three that illustrate the overall um, health of the business per area or per functional area of the business. But because you know your business is your business, your scorecard will be unique. Over the last three years, I've tracked a lot of numbers on scorecards that I no longer do. And I think everyone has to go through a sort of evolutionary process in their own way um, that then you can kind of work out exactly what the key things are. Okay, so the summary really there is, you know, I, I couldn't run a business these days if I didn't have those metrics in place. I've tried it. When I go into businesses that aren't performing and need to have a, a degree of turnaround, the first thing I ask is show me the numbers, show me where you are. And that first question is giving me a really strong sense of where that business is on its journey and where I can start to intervene and add value straight away. So to get started on this, um, the first thing I recommend is you read a book called Traction by Gino Wickman. I've mentioned this before. It's a playbook of mine. Um, There's no point reinventing the wheel. What Gino has done is superb. And if you're in the sort of startup to scale up journey, in fact, it doesn't really matter. It works 
in larger businesses as well, but it's very good in the journey where you're, you know, not quite, you've got a certain number of um, employees in the business, but you're not massive yet. It makes it very easy to start to implement the processes. So let me take you through some of the principles and I'm going to add my spin on how I have evolved and adopted them in the businesses that I run and invest in. So the first thing you need to do, and I've said this on previous episodes as well, is you need to be very, very clear on your vision. So vision, as I've said, is getting everyone in your organization 100% on the same page with where you're going and how you plan to get there. The traction piece is instilling focus, discipline, accountability throughout the company, throughout your business, so that everyone executes on that vision every single day. So it's not good enough to just have a vision, and it's not good enough just to have a scorecard that you're measuring stuff. The starting point is the vision, and the vision needs to be bold, and it needs to be out there. And I've done a previous episode on this, but you know you be, need to be looking you know, out to the horizon, certainly three years, five years ahead. So once you're clear on that, the second thing is identifying no fewer than five, is my opinion, and probably no more than 15 categories that you're going to measure. Now, this is the hardest part. This is the bit where you can get overwhelmed. This is the bit where I don't know know what to measure. I don't know what's important. Let me take you through how I think about it. And it's really just about a series and sequence of questions. So firstly, get in the proper frame of mind to do this, or you're going to overcomplicate it. It's tempting to go too deep into every part of your business and you will overthink it. What I do is I tend to come up with, I think, what my key questions are for the businesses that I run. And then I have a session with the team because you want them to contribute, but you also want to create a level of accountability, which I'll get into later. But, you know, you and your team you need to identify the numbers that will have a good idea about how the business is doing every single week. So to use another analogy, it's a bit like, you know, you've got your car it can be a pretty complex machine. It's got lots of different parts, lots of gauges, lots of different stuff going on. But there's only a key number of things that you really need to monitor to keep it running. Yeah, so do you have fuel? How fast are you going? Where are you going? What's the engine's performance? Is the oil okay? Is the water okay? Those sort of metrics. There's lots more you could get into. But there are only a certain number that are going to get you to where you need to be. And that's how you need to think about it when you're actually building metrics for your organization, for your business. As I said before, these categories are relatively unique to each business. So there's no way for me to say exactly what they are for you. But let me go through some of the questions that I tend to include when going through this process. So one of the one of the first things I say is, you know, did we get enough revenue from our present customers this last week? Did we get it at prices and margins that allow us to be profitable? That's a crucial one. You should definitely be measuring customer profitability. It's one of the things that kills businesses quickly. Did we get new customers and do all the things that will bring in new customers? Did we make our customers happy? Did we deliver what we promised? Did we do it on time? Did we do the work efficiently enough? You know, was it an acceptable level of quality? Were there, were there as fewer errors as possible? Um, do we have enough financial resources now and in the future? That's particularly when I made that point before about cash. And do our teams, our departments that serve other departments in our business, particularly if you're a, a bigger business going through scale, 
you know, are they doing what they need to be doing? So they're just some questions. So the starting point is come up with the questions and, you know, the things that are really important to you. Think about the car analogy and just come up with things that, you know, if you're running, it's your business, what do you need to know? Cash flow, sales, marketing, all that sort of thing. And you'll start to come up with a long list and eventually you can kind of crystallize that down into, as I said, the five to 15 that matter most. Definitely when you do this, include measures that are related to your core processes. So recall, every business has a handful of core processes, and there are some that I think are common to pretty much all businesses, but again, it depends on where you are on the journey. So for me, you know, there's hiring, um, sort of the human resources side of it, looking at things like attrition, um, making sure that there's engagement, those areas. There's obviously marketing, lead generation, you know, return on investment of marketing, you know, the funnel, as I've, I've spoken about on previous episodes, focused on that area. Sales, you know, sales qualified leads, number of conversations. Operations, and operations is, is the one that can become a beast because there's so many things that can be operational in your business. Um, but I, I say, you know, if you have to have a few of them, make sure they're the key ones that if things go wrong, you have a very clear view of what the impact is. Then you've got stuff like customer satisfaction and retention and obviously all the financial metrics, the accountancy-based ones. They, as I said at the very outset of this, this episode, they are the ones you've probably got in place already. So once you're clear, and as I said, this is the hardest part, you've got five to 15 areas that you want to measure. You then want to put a weekly goal on each of those, those metrics. Okay. So that goal for each category needs to be very specific, it needs to be measurable, and it needs to be realistic. So, for example, if the category is client interviews, how many interviews do you need to have each week to keep your revenue where you want it to be? How many leads need to come in top of funnel for you to be able to have conversations that then align with your current conversion rates? And what we do here, and I'll I'll put this in um, in the show notes, is a very simple model whereby you are literally having a spreadsheet, which is who, and I'll get into the importance of the who in a minute, the category of the metric, the goal that you're looking to achieve, and then every single week you track. So you have literally the date, whenever the meeting is to review this stuff, could be your weekly team meeting or however you you do it virtually, it doesn't matter. And you simply have the tracking of performance to the goal in that category. So over time, you're starting to get quite a wealth of information. You're either ahead of the goal or you're not but at least you're understanding kind of what the trend is. And that's one of the key things about running a scorecard in the way that I propose. Okay, so the next piece is assign each goal to a team member. So each goal has to fall directly under the responsibility of one person. And if it's more than one person, guess what? The responsibility is no one's. (laughs) This is crucial. So many people say, oh, that's a joint responsibility. No. In the way that I propose it, certainly from the, um, the, the way that I've studied scale up and the way that I've looked at some of the stuff that I mentioned through the, the traction model, is one person owns it. You've got to be damn clear on that. And the way that is another a sort of a, a trick to this, if you like, is assign someone who owns the scorecard. So they're a scorecard keeper. Um, I often get someone who's you know the most senior person in a finance or an operational role to have to own this piece. But their job is to make sure that 
the principles behind this are very, very clear. So they need to assemble the record of all the relevant numbers to create the scorecard. They need to make sure that there are single points of accountability against those metrics. And they are responsible for taking you and the team through the performance on a weekly basis. So just to be clear, there's two parts to this. So there is someone in your team that absolutely owns the metric and the goal. And there is someone who owns the overall scorecard. Now, if you're a smaller business, that can be you. So I've done that many a time. But the key thing here is make sure that you have not got duplication on any of the ownership. Otherwise, I tell you, even if you've got the best team in the world, you're going to get every excuse under the sun why someone hasn't done it. Always happens. Always, always happens. So the next piece, which seems obvious, is this is a weekly, in my view, this is a weekly process. So you don't have a scorecard hiding in someone's desk. You have to bring the scorecard out every single week and review it. Talk about it. When people hit their numbers, congratulate them. When they don't, figure out why. But it becomes a living, organic thing in your business because it's going to be that crucial in in helping you decide and make decisions on what you should be doing in a both a granular way, but also in a way which is going to be having massive impact over time because those decisions will be made in the moment and they will compound. So just to finish this piece off, creating this scorecard, reviewing this scorecard, it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. You and your team will need to regularly review it until you've got a scorecard that works for you and your business. So the first few weeks, you know, likely to have quite a few changes because, you know, you might have 30 or 40 things you can measure and you want to get it down to that five to 15 and you might get a few wrong and, and that's absolutely fine. But the longer you have it, the more stable it should become. So I propose, you know, have probably four to six weeks where there's a bit of an amnesty to play around and see what's happening. But certainly as you're getting past that point, you know, sort of definitely past your first quarter of playing around with this stuff, you've got to lock it down. And that then becomes the scorecard that you are going to be, you know, using ongoing. Now you can add other stuff to the scorecard over time, but I I usually say review it every year after that. So spend sort of that six to 12 weeks getting it right, then lock it down for the remainder of the year and then review it every year. And there might be a couple that drop in, a couple that drop out, depending on how your business is changing. But the core things, the core things that are the main drivers of your business are going to be the same ones. And then you're going to start to build up a level of information, a level of knowledge. And to the point I made right at the outset, a level of predictability, which is going to make you so much more successful and so much clearer in your decision making and the stuff that becomes potentially a dilemma becomes so much simpler because the data is going to tell that story for you. So that's all I wanted to cover on this topic today. It's heavy going. Um, and as I said from the, the beginning, the reason I've probably had some thoughts of you know not doing this episode early on is because it can get complex and overwhelming. So the key thing, just to summarize, the key thing here is you've got to do it. I, I can't imagine a business um, going to a level of, you know, particularly if you're an entrepreneur who's trying to create, you know, wealth and freedom and live life on your terms, which is certainly one of the things I, I advocate for people for becoming entrepreneurs. This allows you to step away from the business because even though you're setting this up, if you have a business that can be run this way, you can get an operational person 
could be your general manager when you get big enough to run this for you. And you can literally sit on a beach somewhere and just review this, this, this information on a daily and weekly basis. I know a lot of people who have multiple portfolios of businesses do it that way. So that's what we're trying to get to. So the, the why behind this is massive. It's going to allow you to get you know everything you probably want from your business and the ability to dip in and dip out when you want to because you're actually turning into, as I said, that machine. So that's it for now. I'm going to go deeper into some of this stuff over future weeks. For anyone who just wants to get started, again, to be clear again, start with your vision, get that three to five years out or more, identify five to 15 sort of scorecard categories from a long list of questions that you're going to ask about what you need to know in your business. That's the only way to do it. There's no, as I said, there's no template that's going to work for every business. You've got to do the work on this. After that, you need to put a goal, a weekly goal against each metric. You need to assign one person only to it. As I said, you need to have someone who's the the gatekeeper of the scorecard. It sounds a bit formulaic, but it's important. And then it has to become part of your weekly rhythm, your weekly discipline, the cadence in the business. And as you do that, you'll start to improve it over time. You'll get information over time. And as I said, your decision-making to drive growth and scale will improve dramatically. So there we have it. Um, Please, please, please hit me up this week with any of your questions, any of your comments. If you need any help with this stuff, um, I'm happy, as I said, to have a, a quick email, jump on a call, you know, help where I can. The starting point is definitely reading Traction by Gino Wickman. He's got a few books on this. Uh, there's another one called Rocket Fuel. But again, the principles are the same. Traction will give you the best template to this. But please get it going. Have some fun with it. You know, Use it as a way of building some um, camaraderie and with your team. Use it to get some focus and enjoy the process. So that's it. Okay, a quick summary for today. As always, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now.